All right, welcome to another edition of the Coffee Cast with Cation. Mike Cation here. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, New Balance. Check out all of the latest gear at newbalance.com. And uh, we're here at the ITA National Indoors in Chicago, Illinois. It is way too cold for Mr. Alex Rybakov, our guest here this week. Um, I just feel kind of bad for you, Florida Florida guy <laughs> playing in Texas. I mean, that's that's a rough go for you here at National Indoors. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely not my favorite weather. You know, not really used to it growing up in Florida, even though my parents are Russian, so I should be <laughs> used to a little bit of cold, but I'm definitely more made for the warmer climates for sure. So um, it, it's. It's very interesting this week um, because obviously here at the, the collegiate level, we now have a, a bunch of guys who have made significant inroads uh, in terms of ATP rankings. Yourself, played Will Blumberg today, Bonagoyo, Petros Risojos, mm-hmm. JJ Wolf's about to, to take place. I mean, this does this have a different feel than maybe when you were a freshman, sophomore? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that college tennis right now you know the way the top guys are playing is just super strong you see like you said JJ won a challenger you know Petros is 300 Borna's 300 you know I think I think the level right now is is really impressive but you know I just it is a different feel playing um, in college for the team but I just keep trying to play every match like no matter who I'm playing against all the guys are really good so I'm, you know just try to take it one match at a time as it's, always it's a nice like safe way of playing <laughs> it. but at, at the same time I mean it's I'm sure there's there's something very interesting for you coming from playing the Dallas Challenger and Cressy did the same thing JJ what's it like making that transition going from a professional individual event coming back to the collegiate level yeah how, how do you make that mental transition yeah you know I think it's interesting I, I think we were talking earlier about the energy level and you know, playing for your team and having all the teammates around you and having the crowd get it, gets into it more, you know, I, I think it's it's more in college, the atmosphere is just so fiery, you know, so when, you, when you're going to the challengers, you know, obviously you want to keep your energy level high, but you don't want to be going crazy, you know, here there's at times where you kind of get out of your skin a little bit because, you know, it's just everything everything's so hype and and so crazy so the transition kind of going back and forth is tough but um you know the level like you said these guys everyone's playing you know making just good results at challengers and in the atp so the level right now is just really impressive i think and you guys obviously uh, i think what what david and and devin really did in terms of helping cam set a schedule when he made his first Mm -hmm. his first jump I think it kind of set a, a bit of a standard of, of how it's done. What have they talked to you in the last two years in terms of setting a schedule so that you're able to balance those two? Yeah, I think I think one of the things that I've done, and you see, um, you see, like Nori has done it, and and other other guys. I think the fall for me was a good opportunity to obviously work on my game and and um, but also play, just focus on pro tournaments. You know, I think I played one college tournament in the fall but other than that you know I'm just trying to kind of gauge my level with the pro guys and and try to get as much opportunities as possible in the spring it's such an intense schedule that honestly I'm not too worried about the pro events if I could like Dallas was a good opportunity for me to just get one in but other than that you know I have one last semester with the team so I just right now I'm focused on college matches 100 percent and what are you what's your degree in uh, communication studies, business minor. Okay. Yep. Uh, what What do you hope to do with that 
you know, say 10 years down the line, the um, pro career comes through and I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. You know, I'm not sure I do. I am very interested in the whole, um, agency like marketing mm. department. So that could be something I could go down that route. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I've thought about it a yeah. lot, but I haven't really decided exactly what I want to do after. Obviously right now I'm focused on getting better and just playing right. because that's what I want to do, but we'll see. Okay. Well, TCU, uh, it's been an interesting program for me to watch over the years. I, I think there's a lot of respect, uh, obviously, for what, what's been done over the last couple of years. What enticed you to come to TCU? Um, I think just the coaches, and I fell in love with the school, honestly. I, I came there to visit, and I knew the guys prior to going there. I knew some of them. I kind of knew Nori not too well, but I, I knew that that was the team that I would fit in pretty well with, and I knew the coaches were really good. And when I visited there, the school was beautiful and, and just everything about it, I kind of fell in love with and I've made the perfect decision, I think. Yeah, it's, it's such an interesting duo that you're, you're, you have in terms of those coaches. The personalities yeah. seem from the outside to be extremely different. Can you explain David Roditi versus Devin Bowen? Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, David is a big jokester. You know, he, but Devin also jokes around a lot. But when it comes to winning and losing, they both hate to lose. That's yeah. a huge, um, you know, similarity between both of them. But I think they complement each other very well. And, you know, there's things that both of them do extremely well. And, and honestly, I think they're the best coaches in the nation. I'm, of course, a little bit biased. But if you had to ask me, I think they are. Yeah, no, I, again, obviously I've got the Illinois background, but I, I just have such immense respect for them. In, and again, thinking, it seems like they, they think uh, about the long term for you as an athlete. And I, I get that sense. Is that yeah, accurate? Yeah, and, and that's, that's one thing that I think that they have taught me that I wasn't great with at first, you know, because when I first came to school, I was watching all the other guys you know Tommy and Riley and I saw them doing so well and, and they're still doing well and that's great for them you know I they're my best friends but yeah. when I first came to school I saw them doing that and I was like oh man you know like well you know I, I've lost all my points I mean like I want I want to do that you know I want to be where they are and and one thing that they've taught me is to kind of stay in my lane and and just focus on getting better every day and you know when you're ready results will come so it's it's really just about the journey in the long run, which in in the beginning of college, I didn't really see, yeah. you know, I was extremely stubborn and I'm still a pretty stubborn person. <laughs> but that's one thing that I have learned is that um, it's it's kind of I think a growth mindset is really what they've taught me. Just keep getting better, keep getting better. And 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 I think that is huge. Yeah, that's that's interesting because that was the segue I was wanting to make. Um, and, and you've done it for me. So thank you for doing <laughs> my job. I appreciate that. But um, how does one, you know, it's one thing for them to, to teach you that. Mm -hmm. How have you manifested that? How have you actually done it for yourself in terms of making sure you are yeah, staying in that yeah, lane? Yeah, and, and I, think, I think a lot of it is just maturity. You know, just, just being there and, and just seeing things. Um, I mean, people can tell you over and over, but unless you go through it, you know, I, I came to college late in January when I was... 19 I I taken that fall cuz I was deciding whether I was going to turn pro or, right. or you know come to college I ended up going to college I had a, a a solid freshman year you know I played two behind Nori um and I I won a lot of matches which was good but as I said you know I was 
I was on the road says, man, like I really want to play these pro tournaments, you know, so I took that next fall off. And when I took that next fall off, um, I was kind of hurt and I, I didn't really get the results that I wanted to. And, and going through that fall really made me realize like, okay, like unless I'm dominating college tennis, mm -hmm. this is where I'm going to be because, you know, I need to get better. I have a lot of things that I still need to improve. And, you know, when I'm ready, I'm ready. But, you know, I, I need to go through it. I need to get better. And I, I need to be in the college setting. And that's with Devin and Rodidi, I realized that that's where I'm going to get better. So, you know, that's where I kind of realized that fall that yeah. I took off after my freshman year was kind of where I realized that I still needed a lot of work to be done. So, so. what what ha, what did, do you feel like you've made the biggest strides in? Has it been the mental side or has it been yeah. some of the technical, yeah, I, Devin, physical things? Devin is, is, uh, focuses a lot on the mental side yeah. um, and, and Rodidi is a little more technical. So that's a, a bit of a difference between them. But um, Devin has helped me. They both have helped me a lot on the mental side and in terms of my game, um, just in general, my serve, my return has gotten so much better over the years, and mm -hmm. it's still things that I need to improve. And um, but, but I think the mental, mentally, from being a freshman to where I am now is a huge change, which I think is normal. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's something that I needed to go through. Well, you brought up obviously your relationship with Tommy, with Riley, mm -hmm. uh, the guys you came through juniors with. Um, it's 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 been interesting for me from my perspective. I get to see them more than I get to see you. Mm -hmm. They still have maturity uh, issues. I, yeah. I think it would be. I think yeah. they would admit that. Um, yeah. How, how do you? Th how would you tell a, a seventeen or eighteen year old now? What would you tell them to do if they were in your situation or or Tommy's situation? I th I think. I know it's a little different. Yeah. But I think if you're not doing well and challengers I, I mean obviously with the whole system it's a little bit different yeah. the new system right but I think with all the system out of the window if you're not doing well in challengers if you're not getting semis finals consistently yeah um, I think you should go to college I think the game is so physical now um, that it's just I, th I think that an 18 year old is realistically not going to be winning grand slams I mean you have exceptions like you have Francis, like Zverev, those guys, yeah. even Tommy. I mean, Tommy, when when we were 18, Tommy qualified for the U.S. Open, right? For the men's U.S. Open, you know, when when you're doing things like that, then yes, you know that if you want to, go ahead. Right. You know, that's your decision. But I think in my case, like someone where I was, I think it was the complete right decision to come to college yeah. because you need time to mature and time to develop. And I mean. Tennis is going to be there, you know, like I'm tw I'm 22 and me coming out of college I'm still going to be playing for a while. Hope I hopefully, you right, know, right. so so I think I think At this point if I were to tell somebody I mean like I said if you're not doing really well in challengers If you're not in slam qualities, I think you should come to college How do you stay in touch with them? Um, how do you how do you balance that? I mean is it is it yeah. through Gaming, Fortnite, whatever, <laughs> something along yeah, those so, lines. Or? Sometimes gaming. Uh, we do a lot of FaceTime stuff. Okay. Uh, me, Tommy, and Ryan, and um, it's just they have a busy schedule. I have a busy schedule, yeah. but it's it's always it's always there. You know, like FaceTime, check in, how you doing? You know, how's everything? And and I think that's one of the things that has helped me and in general all those guys like between the 97s 98s i think we're all like a pretty close group mm. and we love seeing each other do well yeah. you know like when francis had that run at 
Ozzy just now, yeah. you know, I was texting him, letting him know that I'm, I'm watching and, you know, like everybody's watching and, and we all feed off each other, you know, like Francis, when I'm in college and, and I have a good result, Francis texts me and mm. Tommy texts me and they, you know, we're all watching each other, we're all yeah. pushing each other to keep going and that's how it's been in juniors and I think that's how it will be and I think that's what helps us keep getting better. Um, do people on campus at, at TCU have any concept or understanding of the fact that you're not just a collegiate star? <laughs> like, do, do you know what I mean, though, that, yeah. that, that you're actually kind of a big deal <laughs> at, at a different level? I, I wouldn't say that right now yet. Uh, I mean, you, you've achieved, you've achieved a, a good amount here while you've hey, been, had a full-time college You know, schedule. look, I don't think, I think... In my eyes, I like to think that I haven't done anything yet. You know, mm. I, I just, I mean, I've had some good wins and I've had some good results, but I mean, that's just what I think that's the hunger that keeps you going when yeah. you're not satisfied. And, and I mean, if you look at things that other people have done, you know, Petros has, I mean, unbelievable college career, you yeah. know. So I think that, I mean, there's still a lot of room and I'm not, in any way satisfied with anything that I've done so but in terms of your question I think one of the things that actually makes TCU such a great place um, in terms of athletics is that the sports um, obviously you know how it is with college and football you right. know football's sure makes the money but in terms of TCU I think our athletic department and our athletics in general all the athletes really respect each other hmm. and we've had a pretty good tennis team the past couple of years at least since I've been there yeah and and you know in terms of baseball and football and, and all those guys um, we really respect each other and we see each other in the gym and we see each other working and it's just uh, it's just great like I'm friends with a lot of the guys that are are turning pro that are not turning pro just in general all the athletes I think we just have a good community and we yeah. just we get along really well how do you feel about the the new system um, if it, it, it's it's a completely different beast yeah. now, yeah. you know, coming out of college. Yeah, I mean, I you're you're lucky. Yeah. You have obviously yeah. those points yeah. to at least I, I give you something. I honestly think that where I am right now is is kind of tough because um, I mean I'm around 450, yeah. which is not good enough to get me into challengers. Right. And I've heard that I might have trouble getting into futures, so it, it puts me in a tough spot. And luckily, you know, I've had some wild cards here and there from USTA yes. and. and and hopefully they'll, they'll be able to help me out some, which um, they've helped me out so much. So, But in general, I think one of the things that is true is that it is tougher to get started. Yes. Um, which is from what I understand, because it's tougher to get into tournaments, smaller draws and all of that. But in general, I think the same rule of thumb goes, if you want it bad enough and you're good enough, it, you're going to make it in any system. Yeah. But those guys that... Um, you know, are just getting started and just getting out of college, it's definitely going to be tougher. I don't know if, you know, some people are going to quit because of that yeah. or some people, you know, which there's always people that stop playing and there's always people that are going to keep playing. So in, in general, I, th I think there are some kinks in the system. And it, it, we just got started, you know, it's, it's February. Right. So I'm sure if they need to make changes, they will. But... Um, in general, I do think that um, they're trying to put more money into the challengers for, from what I hear, which I think is smart. You know, in every other sport, sure. if you're 200 in the world, you're, 
yeah, right. making like millions of dollars. So. Right. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, I think you're absolutely right though. The access to being a professional, that's, that's the yeah. big question. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think a lot of these college guys, if, if you haven't had some success at a higher level, where do you go? Exactly. Um, exactly. Which is, which is from what I understand the biggest problem with it. Yes. That is tougher to get started. And so whether they're going to make changes on that, I don't know, uh, how quick they're going to make changes. It's, it's always up in the air, yeah. you know? So I, I think, I think there's definitely some things that they can make better. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm in a position to advocate what changes cause I don't completely understand cause I'm I not, don't, I don't think, anybody <laughs> I don't think does, anyone Alex. does. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I understand most of it, but, um, I think that obviously they're working on it. You know, it's yep. a huge association. They're, they're not just going to, if there is someone who's complete, like guys that are completely neglected, they're going to, they're going to make changes. Right. Yeah. I, I have to admit, so we've interacted for three, four years now. I don't know a damn thing about you. Like, it's <laughs> funny. Like I, I know, like I've watched you play obviously. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I've seen you around and seeing you with, yeah. with some of the other guys. And I like, I feel like I have no clue of who you are. Uh -huh. Like you seem like a pretty relaxed guy. Uh, except obviously on the court. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you what do you like to do? What are your what are your things? I mean, do you have a do you have a girlfriend? Are you a gaming person? <laughs> like, what's what's your thing? Um, I recently actually have gotten a little bit back more into gaming. Okay. So I like to do the Fortnite stuff yeah. with the boys, and I feel like that's another thing that keeps us close together. Like, we we play Fortnite with. I've played Fortnite with literally so many tennis players I can't even right. begin to tell you. So that's one thing. Um, I do have a girlfriend. Okay. Um, we actually just got back together. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've been through a lot. But, is she prepared um, for you being a professional and I don't know okay <laughs> that's still something that's <laughs> up in the air so we'll see but um, yeah I mean if you want the story I was born in New York moved to Florida when I was seven years old I have one sister who also played tennis yep. went to Florida State played there for four years uh, she got the smarts in the family she's a professor <laughs> okay <laughs> up in Maine uh, my parents are both Russian, so I speak Russian. Okay. Um, so they've been in the U.S. almost half their lives. So I grew up in the U.S. Yeah. Grew up in Florida. Um, What's that clash of cultures like? Yeah, it's it's honestly, I, I'm just like I feel like I'm blessed mm. to come from that because I kind of grew up in a Russian house, household, mm. and I feel like my parents were tough with me, but like. I just I appreciate it so much just like I feel like my values and I'm so close to my family and and I just I just think that that's great um, but it was interesting yeah. growing up in a Russian household you know um, just like different 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 traditions different you know while, while living in the US and you see all your friends doing kind of a little bit of other thing I mean it's similar but right um, you're doing your own things doing own traditions but um, I mean it's been great my family has done just so much for me I can't even begin to tell you so um, the, the, you know it's it kind of like a cliche but you know so many of the you just have this idea of the Russian parents who are very involved in, yeah. in a coach yeah. you know perspective yeah, it's, is that it's, the it's actually one of the things that Roditi jokes about a lot is uh, <laughs> that he says that my parents are the easiest parents to deal with really which is funny because um, I, I grew up my dad uh, traveled with Andrei Chesnikov. Okay. So he's had a lot of uh, tennis background, um, and he's coached a bunch of 
unbelievable players. And so he, I grew up, my dad was coaching me, my mom and my dad were both coaching me, which is t was tough. You know, it was tough, but um, so my dad coached me until about 15, 16, and then I was back and forth with USTA, yeah. um, but he was still coaching me. And then when I went off to college, they kind of said, you know what, like, they spoke to Rodidi and Devin, and they're still very involved. Yeah. But um, it's kind of through Devin and Rodidi. And they're kind of off to the side because mm. my dad's been there, so he knows. I mean, he still coaches, so he knows the tennis parents and, yeah. like, how it is when they're so, like, you know. Yes. And and um, so they basically have just followed me and, and helped me in many ways. But when it comes to the coaching, they leave it to Devin and Rodidi because mm. they trust them. And, you know, and they'll check in with them and they'll ask questions and all of that. But when it comes to coaching, they've kind of been like, okay, like, we trust you guys. Yeah. And we'll talk about things, but you guys are in charge, you know? Yeah. Which I think works unbelievably. And, but I still keep up with them and we still talk and we still, you know, go over all the tennis stuff, which yeah. is at times tough because yeah. sometimes, you know, like, I finish my match and I talk to Devin and then I talk to Roditi and then I go home and and then I call my mom and then I talk about the match and, and sometimes I'm just like man I just want to sure. keep tennis off to the side right. for a little bit but it, it's it's great and that's part of the reason why you know I've been able to get better and make the strides that I have. What do you think your coaching situation is going to be like come May? Um, I've been thinking about that a lot. Uh, hopefully. Um, I mean, we'll see in terms of sponsors and everything, but if, if the situation is right, I would like to have someone traveling with me. Mm -hmm. um, I have an idea, but I'm not really sure of who that will be. Um, I would, I think, I mean, I know that Devin and Rodi will still be able to help me. Obviously, they're so involved with the team, yeah. but they, I mean, Devin will still be able to help me on the side, which is what I need and what I want. Yeah. But ideally... Um, it would be something like a Nori situation, you know, have someone traveling with you and helping you because it's, it's tough to do it on your yes, own. Yes, it is. So um, that would be ideal to just have someone traveling with me. I, I just I don't know exactly who it would be yet. Yeah, that's, that's a very difficult situation in money. Correct. <laughs> you know it. It's a thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've taken up a lot of your time today. You got yeah. to watch a little bit of some of the tennis with Wake Forest beating uh -huh. UCLA crazy match I we were gonna do this like 45 minutes ago but uh -huh. like both of us kind of wanted to watch um, and <laughs> yeah like, I, I don't know if you appreciate how rare that is because like once I, I feel like a grizzled veteran myself but like <laughs> it doesn't happen too much when you get to the pro levels just yeah. like that excitement of, yeah. of that do you yeah. do you have an appreciation of this being your final season and wanting yeah, to I, soak it in honestly I mean I've talked to um, me and Nori are still super close yeah. and we've, we've talked about it a lot and he's just, he's done so well yeah. and he's just been telling me, man, just like enjoy it while you can, yeah. you know, because it's just a different life and, um, you know, it's a great life, yes. but it's just different. And, and this is the last season that I'm going to be playing in college and, and I'm just trying to appreciate every, every single thing about it, you know, and it, it is, it is great. College tennis is great. And these moments, you know, that's what. I live for the three alls. Yeah. Like it's just it, it's awesome. So yeah, I'm just trying to appreciate it and 
well, now we have to, once June, July comes around and we're at a, a professional event, I owe you a coffee uh, <laughs> because it's illegal for me to purchase you a coffee yeah, right now. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, I'll but take yes, it. that is an official, I owe you one coffee, uh, probably something more since I appreciate you just sticking around yeah. for a little while. Yeah, but of course. Alex, thank you very much and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Anytime. Thanks, Mike. And that's going to do it for the Coffee Cast with Cation. Again, brought to you by New Balance and hopefully we'll have at least one more podcast coming up from Chicago. Bye.